Welcome to Lasting Truth, a radio ministry of Calvary Chapel, Sweet Hills in Banning, California, where Pastor Ryan Hussein teaches the entire Word of God, chapter by chapter, verse by verse, giving our listeners the opportunity of receiving the full counsel of God. Today our study is in the book of 1 Chronicles, chapter 11. Here's Pastor Ryan. Jesus said in John 14, verse 12 through 14, Most assuredly I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also, and greater works than these he will do, because I go to my Father, and whatever you ask in my name, that I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. Oh my goodness. Our Lord said greater works. And we have seen God do great works in our lives. Oh, we should meditate on the works of the Lord. On how everything that he's done in and through our lives is more than we could ever do on our own. There's no way we could change our hearts, change our minds, change our lives, open doors. Oh, there's no way we could have done any of the things that we have done. Ministering to people, caring for people, praying for people. Not sinning the way we used to. Saying no to sin and practicing it. I mean, the changes. We're sitting in a miracle. We're in this church building. God has done amazing things. And if we were just meditate on it more, boy, will our faith grow and get bigger and bigger. The psalmist in Psalm 60 verse 12 says, he said, through God we will do valiantly, for it is he who shall tread down our enemies. We will do mighty works because of our God, for it is he who treads down our enemies. That's where we need to be in our faith tonight. That's where God is wanting us to be. These men, we're reading about it, and it's God's work through them, and God wants to work in and through you and I as we yield to him and ask him to use us as humble vessels for his glory and his glory alone. Hebrews 11, that chapter of faith, it says in verse 32 through 35, and what more shall I say? For the time would fail me to tell of Gideon and Barak and Samson and Jephthah, also of David and Samuel and the prophets, who through faith subdued kingdoms, worked righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions, quenched the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, out of weakness were made strong, became valiant in battle, turned to fight the armies of the aliens. Women received their dead, raised to life again. Others were tortured, not accepting deliverance that they might obtain a better resurrection. We can go on and on of how powerful our God is. He is a powerful God. There is nothing that he cannot do. These things Benaiah, the son of Jehoiada, did and won a name among three mighty men. Indeed, he was more honored than the thirty, but he did not attain to the first three. And David appointed him over his guard. Also the mighty warriors were Ashel, uh, the brother of Joab, Ethanan, the son of Dodo of Bethlehem, Shamath, the Herorite, Hileas, the Pelonite, uh, Ira, the son of Achish, the Tekoite, Abiezer, the Anothathite, Sibachai, the Hushathite, Eli, the 
Echonite, Meharai, the Nethophathite, Helad, the son of Baana, the Nethothite, Joel, verse 38, the brother of Nathan, Zelek, the Ammonite, Nehariah, Uriah the Hittite, Zabad, the son of Ahli, mighty men of God. You can read it on your own when you get home. Chapter 12, now these were the men who came to David at Ziklag while he was still a fugitive from Saul, the son of Kish, and they were among the mighty men, helpers in the war, armed with bows, using both the right hand and the left, in hurling stones and shooting arrows with the bow. They were of Benjamin, Saul's brethren. And so I love how it, the Bible records for us that these men actually came to David while he was at Ziglag, while he was still a fugitive running from Saul. Like it lets us know that these guys in particular were there when David was still a fugitive and he was not king. Isn't that cool? These men went to David, sent divinely by the Lord, no doubt, fugitives themselves, to support him in God establishing him. And they were there before he was king. Before, before things were easier and he was on the throne and established, these guys were with him in his fugitive days. Isn't that cool? Do you remember those who believed in you and her, who were with you in your walk with the Lord? Those who encouraged you as you were a, a born-again baby believer in Christ? Who said, you can do it. You can walk. God's going to use you. Keep reading. Keep praying. Keep fellowshipping. Those who supported you, don't. There's a, there's a warm place in your heart for them, right? I, I can totally relate as a pastor because I, you know, there's so many wonderful saints who, who have been with me from the early days. When Sweet Hills on Sundays, man, it was like 30 or 20 people. It's just over there laughing. But it was like, wow, you know, it was like, you know, what's special about them is they believe the Lord in me. They believe like, okay, no one's here. He's a so-so preacher. But we think this guy's actually anointed. That's cool. Someone has to believe in you. It, I, there's a special place in my heart. I'm sorry. They are. They will always be there. Those who were there in the early days. And, oh, there's only 15 of us where, you know, half our church went on vacation. And, you know, those were, right, Eddie? You remember, uh, Eddie? <laughs> those were so hard for me. But I, so I look back and I'm like, oh, I feel like, you know, when I was just, we were lowly with, with a few people. They were there special beautiful and that's what the lord said to the disciples and i re made reference to it but the address of that is luke 22 verse 28 through 30 he said to the disciples but you are those who have continued with me in try in my trials and i bestow upon you a kingdom just as my father bestowed one upon me that you may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom and sit on thrones judging the 12 tribes of israel see the lord recognized that the disciples had been with them for those three years Man, I get to see my brother Mauricio right here and other brothers and sisters who get to appreciate what God has done. Who needs hammering now? We got our own place. Look at what God has done. He has done it. And he ain't done. Oh my goodness. And that's why we're, you know, I'm looking at, when I study this, I'm thinking, you know, 
Sky's the limit with God in our lives. If we will truly seek his face and obey him, he, he promised everyone in this book, he will bless their life. They didn't have to plan it out. They didn't have to intervene. They didn't have to force the issue. They didn't say, God, now. They chilled, and it came. I was kicking back at the park, and my phone, I got the call. This thing is worth maybe $2 million. They're giving it to us for eight hundred grand. That's mm, J-E-S-U-S. Mm, he sure makes me look smart. But I ain't. It's him. It's easy to follow David when he's on the throne. These guys said, nah, he's a fugitive. I'll go to that cave where he's at. I think the Lord has anointed him. And to watch it blossom. Must have been a trip for them. I'm sure they had a lot of steak dinners. I would. Another thing is we find out that these guys were ambidextrous. That means that they were able to use their left hand just as good as the other. Which is crazy to me because I shoot hoops, man. And I, maybe, if I'm close, maybe. And I have to psych my eyes out and, and I throw the ball kind of this way and it goes, I know what, my, what I can do with my left. But they were able to just totally just do both. Which as I was praying, the Lord spoke to my heart really concerning all the wonderful people God has brought to our church to serve here who have skills that in reality, I didn't know they had these skills. Do you know that? Like as a pastor, I, 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 re, I come to the realization, I, like you, you get to see people's skills as they begin to serve the Lord. And there are guys who have done electrical work like, Joe, you're crazy, man. Ben. PD, I mean, I can go on and on. These guys know how to do stuff, man. I just like, I act like, a, you know, I just get a clipboard and act like like a foreman or something. I don't know what I'm doing. I can't do that stuff. I'd have to call somebody. But these guys, they just, they're that way. They, you know, skills. Wow, Lord, like he brought people here with skills that I, we, none of us knew they had until all of a sudden, oh my gosh, Jacob with the computer, he's like, duh, 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 duh. I just give him my computer and I walk away. People have skills, it's a trip. And, and the beautiful thing is that the world wouldn't think much of us. And that's okay. The world wouldn't think much of us. Guys, these guys, it says these guys were men in debt themselves. They were fugitives themselves. The world wouldn't have thought highly of them. And with us, it's the same thing. And then there's some carnal Christians who, who still observe from the outside. And we all can be carnal in that way. Not recognizing, wait a minute. God sees the heart. Wait a minute. God instills in everyone gifts of the Spirit. Don't knock people in your mind. We may not look like much, but ooh, if he tarries, we're going to go far for the Lord with ordinary vessels that the world would say, how in the world did they do that? Exactly, because it was God, not us. God sees the heart. Man, you've got brothers who can juggle. I don't know. Although we should have known, God would say through Paul in 1 Corinthians 1.26, For you see your calling, 
that not many wise according to the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called, but God has chosen the foolish things of the world to put to shame the wise. And God has chosen the weak things of the world to put to shame the things which are mighty and the base things of the world and the things which are despised God has chosen and the things which are not to bring to nothing the things that are that no flesh should glory in his presence. That no flesh should glory in his presence. And I, one of the things I've learned as a pastor, really, to, in discipleship, is to be very, very, try to be very, very patient with people. Because, you know, Ryan, you're no space, you're no, you're no rocket science, you're scientist yourself. Be patient with people. Let God mold them and shape them, and and you'll be surprised how amazing the work they do when it's all said and done. Be patient. Be patient. Don't be. It's interesting, we can be critical at other Christians and some of the things and mistakes that they make. Like, they should, they should really be better in that area. Not realizing that there are areas that they have down that you have struggles with. And when we all do our share, we make up the difference together. This is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel. Not by might, not or but by my spirit, says the Lord. Zechariah 4.6 Man, these guys are two-handed warriors here going for it the chief was Aazer, then joash the sons of shema the gibeathite jazeel and pelet the sons of asmaveth barakah and jehu the anonathathite ishmaah the gibeonite a mighty man among the thirty Jeremiah, Jehaziel, Johanan, and Josabad, and Eluziah. Verse 8, some Gadites joined David. They're on the east side of the Jordan, the Gadarenes, where Jesus um, healed the, the two guys that were demon-possessed. They were cutting themselves in the caves and chained that were possessed by legions, right? And he cast the demons out, and they went into the pigs, and they went down the that's Gad, that's the land of Gad on the east of the Jor- east of the Jordan, east of Galilee, Gadarenes. So some Gadites joined David at the stronghold in the wilderness, mighty men of valor, men trained for battle, who could handle shield and spear, whose faces were like the faces of lions, and were as swift as gazelles on the mountains. That's so beautiful. I mean, think about it. they have faces like lions and fast like gazelles. It's like so poetic, amazing dudes. They were trained for battle. It says Ezra the first, Obadiah the second, Eliab the third, Mishmanah the fourth, uh, Jeremiah the fifth, uh, Ataya the sixth, Eliel the seventh, uh, Johanan the eighth. Verse 14, these were from the sons of Gad. And they were captains of the army. The least was over a hundred, and the greatest was over a thousand. These are the ones who crossed the Jordan in the first month when it had overflowed all its banks and they put to flight all those in the valleys to the east and to the west. And so these Gadarenes were special guys. They were trained for battle and they were over, some were over a hundred men, some were over a thousand. So they had leadership skills and they were just, they were on it. They were, they were gifted by God to lead, to go to battle. And it says here that during the month when 
the Jordan would flood, that would be April. When no, no one wants to cross a flooded river, you want to cross it when it's not flooded or, over, or on a bridge. But these guys were so hardcore for God that the flooded river wasn't going to stop them from getting into the battle. Think about that. They were willing to go through that thing. How much does the Bible talk about persevering? How much does the Bible say about keep pushing, keep going forward when the going gets tough? I mean, throughout scriptures, we're taught that. Don't give up just because things are hard. That is when it counts. That is when we're going to see God work mightily. When they crossed that river, what did God do on the other side? He cleaned house on the enemies. These guys went through them. Because God appreciates faith. And faith in God perseveres. Faith doesn't give up. We must believe in our powerful God to do what he wants us to do. And then go forth and do it. Faith, we walk by faith and not by sight. Peter would say in his second epistle, chapter 1, verse 5 through 6, but also for this reason, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, to virtue knowledge, to knowledge self-control, to self-control perseverance. Add perseverance. Be diligent to, to add to your faith and your virtue perseverance. Add that to your repertoire, if you will. Add that to your resume spiritually as a Christian, that I am one that's not going to give up when the going gets tough. I'm not going to fear when I'm weak. I'm going to trust in the Lord who can make guys run like gazelles and have face of lions. Just I'm not going to give up. Don't give up. Don't fear. Trust in the Lord and in the power of his might. That's what we see with these guys. The Gadarenes were on point. We'll finish up real quick here with uh, verse 16. It says that some of the sons of Benjamin and Judah came to David at the stronghold. And David went out to meet them and answered and said to them, If you have come peaceably to me to help me, my heart will be united with you. But if to betray me to my enemies, since there is no wrong in my hands, may the God of our fathers look and bring judgment. Then the spirit came upon Amasiah, the chief of the captains, and he said, We are yours, O David. We are on your side, O son of Jesse. Peace, peace to you, and peace to your helpers, for your God helps you. I mean, this is a beautiful thing that we see here. These guys are committing themselves to David. They're letting them know that they are with him. They were warriors. God, and, and they were warriors. David was not interested in their warrior abilities to help him. David was more interested in their loyalty. Think about that. That is the heart of God. Jesus said, why do you call me Lord, Lord, and not do the things that I ask you? He says, he who loves me keeps my commandment. God is looking for faithfulness from believers. And I think we've lost sight of that in today's church. We need to remember that God calls us to faithfulness. Webster's 1828 defines faithfulness this way. Faithfulness, it means fidelity, loyalty, firm adherence to allegiance and duty as the faithfulness of a subject. 
It means truth, veracity as the faithfulness of God. It's a strict adherence to injunctions and to the duties of a station as the faithfulness of servants or ministers. It's strict performance of promises, vows, or covenants. Constancy in affection as the faithfulness of a husband or a wife. David is, cares less about their abilities, but he wants faithfulness. Do you blame him? What good are talents and abilities if the guys that come turn their back on them? That's serious. In 2 Chronicles chapter 16, verse 9, the, it says concerning the Lord, for his eyes, or for the eyes of the Lord, run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong on behalf of those whose heart is loyal to him. Not who's talented, not who knows more scripture, not who's a better preacher. God says, he who is loyal to him, he will show himself strong. In Proverbs chapter 20, verse 6, it says, Most men will proclaim each his own goodness, but who can find a faithful man? And just like God is looking for faithful men, that's what we look for here at Sweet Hills with men and women who join our church, our family. We, 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 this is why we have a time period where we want people to sit and to wait before they serve here because we want to make sure that the Lord has spoken to their hearts to be faithful to this church and to, for them to figure out whether or not they can even receive our ministry and submit themselves to the authority here. We want to give that time for them to show themselves called by God to be here. And like the Lord, we, we watch we test to see if, if, if they will be faithful in the little things because those who are faithful in the little will be faithful in the more. Those are God's words. We are of God. Why would we do anything any different? We want to see whether or not in the small things, small potatoes, whether or not people would look upon them as, oh, this is small, too small potatoes for me to take notice. But if we're good, if we're a good stewards of our church, we're going to notice the small things. God help us. Paul would tell Timothy in 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 1 and 2, he says, You therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus, and the things that you have heard from me among many witnesses, commit these to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. Who is he to commit these things that he learned to? Learned of from Paul to faithful men. Paul says, the things that you've learned, commit these to faithful men. Not just anybody, to faithful men. He didn't say commit it to talented people. He said faithfulness, faithfulness. In Proverbs 28, verse 20, it says, a faithful man will abound with blessings, but he who hastens to be rich will not go unpunished. In Psalm 101, verse 6, David writes, My eyes shall be on the faithful of the land, that they may dwell with me. He who walks in a perfect way, he shall serve me. My prayer is that I would be faithful to the Lord all the days of my life. I have prayed, God, if you're going to answer one prayer and one prayer only in my life, it is that I would be faithful to you. 
If not, please kill me. That's how serious I am. That is the great, my greatest prayer is that please help me to be faithful to you. Nothing else matters. And I'm so grateful for your faithfulness. We would not be here had you guys not been faithful to the Lord. But let us pray to God for even more faithfulness. Because in the last days, the Bible says that we will turn away from the faith. Lord, help us to be faithful. Amen. Let's pray. And Father, we thank you for your love, your grace, and mercy. You are so good, Lord, and we're grateful that it is you who does the work in and through us, that it's not our own strength. Lord, it is our desire as a church to be faithful to you to the end. Thank you for joining us today at Lasting Truth Radio. If you're in the area, come out and join us for Sunday services at 10 a.m. or Wednesday evenings at 7 p.m. We are located at 3035 West Nicolette Street in Banning. You can also find us on YouTube or Instagram. If you would like to donate to our program, please do so on our website at ccsweethills.org and just hit the online giving tab. We hope you will continue to tune in as we journey through the entire Word of God with the teaching of Pastor Ryan Hussein at Calvary Chapel, Sweet Hills. Chapman. Bye.